0: That God. is blasphemy. I know when I, I read it. it. Ten years ago, I we oh, Well, do it live! Right. I can't do it. Come after me! I'm a man! No! No! Oh, that was terrible. Feel me? We back in the building. That's y- all thought we were gone. Shove that mic up your as far as you can it. stick it. Now, something a little more positive for you. Don't want you to think the whole show is just negativity. So it's our first show back. How's school going so far,
1: Ross? School's great. I mean, uh, I'm happy to be back at Rick. Happy to, you know, continuing to push my life into the direction I want it to be in. So you know, it's good to be out here. Just got to stay focused and, uh, you know. You're talking like somebody
0: who doesn't have eight a.m.s.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have any. I'm m.s. on the I'm
0: on the four diagnosis from my doctor. I got four eight a.m.s. See, that's cheerful. I would never yeah. schedule four eight a.m.s. Hey. It's what they put the classes in. Yeah, I mean, they I got, have them there. I got Spanish on Monday and Wednesday at 8 a.m. Spanish. Yeah. I can't speak English at 8 a.m. <laughs> I don't know how the heck I'm supposed to be, speak Spanish. I
1: hear your teacher's uh,
0: hot. If you want to call it that. I, <laughs> that's a little downgrade. Some
1: motivation to get to class,
0: maybe? Yeah. I, 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 I didn't know. I can't even find her on the Rick faculty. So, <laughs> so like... I don't know. This lady just (laughs) appeared out of nowhere, apparently.
1: Check her Facebook, man. She's like 25, 26. I looked looked everywhere. Fresh out of college, I I heard.
0: I looked everywhere, dude. The only thing I could find was rate my professor. She was at URI. Yeah. So maybe that's why she's tough. Maybe she didn't like it down there in the middle of no man's land. (laughs) Who knows? Now she has to deal with us at 8 o'clock in the morning. So, geez. or should we start here, man? It's been a lot
1: going on in sports since we had our last show, especially
0: around here. Yeah. Oh my God, there's been there's a lot been going on literally the last twenty four hours. Never mind just the whole yeah, man, last yo, month, but the last facts. month has been, oh my God. Facts. I feel like we start with the Patriots. Yeah, the pe- the people want the Patriots.
1: All right, at the start of this conversation, I just want everybody to know I am a Packers fan. All right? I am not a fan of the Patriots. And That's I'll, fair. Yeah, as long as so Wait, my perspective is you need a is, counter opinion. Yeah, exactly. You need a counter opinion. Without yeah. a doubt. So, with that being said, let's hop into it. The game against the Broncos Patriots, I thought it was a great football game.
0: It was a good football game because it's the way football is supposed to be played. There's a lot of back-and-forth defense, right. making it real tough for everybody to score. Yeah, It
1: was great defense.
0: The Carolina game yesterday, I got disinterested so fast because it was just Carolina running the field.
1: Yeah, I, Honestly, I watched it to the end, and it was only to see Carolina dominate. I know. They yeah, dominated I the Cardinals. It. Like It was a true for all sides of the ball, special teams, offense, defense. They were yep. all over them.
0: Yeah, I, I just like Cam Newton because I can especially the last 2 weeks since everybody's been going well this guy's getting cocky.
1: Yeah. I
0: don't understand how this guy's getting cocky.
1: He's been this Because way. he
0: took a freaking uh what did he take? A TV commercial? What did yeah. he, he took two of them? Oh my God! Big whoop. Oh yeah, I you saw know? that new
1: Doctor, uh, the new Beats by Dre
0: commercial he had. Yeah, two commercials. The guy's in over his head. Are you serious? The guy's in over his head.
1: They, they're forgetting like Cam Newton. He's a Heisman winning quarterback, number yeah. one overall pick. Like you know, it's no surprise that he's where he is now. Like yeah. he's he's been highly touted, highly recruited, highly skilled all his life at quarterback.
0: Yeah, I want to know. I know. There's all these weird stats—the first two number one overall pick quarterbacks in the Super Bowl together. I think it's the largest age difference between quarterbacks. It's a lot of weird stats, yeah. but I want to know if this is the first quarterback to play at a community college.
1: To play in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To oh, play yeah. in the Super Bowl. No, people forget at Florida, he got caught for stealing laptops or like some computers. Yeah,
0: yeah. It yeah. was Tim Tebow's back. Very Clay Buckholtz of him. All right. <laughs> I remember when Clay Buckholz had the same thing in high school. That's how the Red Sox ended up with him. I would have wished he wouldn't have stole those laptops. Maybe the Yanks would have had him. But, uh, (laughs) man, the Patriots, though, it was exactly the opposite of what everybody thought was going to go on yesterday. Everybody thought that Payton was going to have that lackluster game. And it just – the Broncos' rush was so impressive, they just keep getting to him every single play. Brady. And they turned Brady into Manning yesterday. Now, we don't know. Maybe Manning's HGH kicked in real fast. But (laughs) – I, I really think that That's he some just, hate right there. I, I
1: detect a little bit of hate, a little saltiness.
0: I, I'm not salty because I can appreciate Peyton, but the facts are the facts. You get the HGH Al-Jazeera, sent to your house during yeah. injury Al-Jazeera, time. Yeah, but I, it, was, it was ridiculous to me that Marcus Cannon is making $3.5 million a year, and he can't even play like a fill-in role for <laughs> Nate Solder. He can't even do half of... Nate Solder's good, right? I don't like. The I offensive
1: don't... line was terrible yesterday.
0: The whole thing. Yeah. But I, Marcus Cannon was the biggest problem. Yeah. Like I say Marcus Cannon was the guy that made them look absolutely ridiculous.
1: I mean, also you got to give it up to the Broncos defense. They have a really good defensive line. They and, do. Uh, they were pressuring Brady. Like that's the only way to beat the Pats. You gotta have. You gotta get pressure on Brady. You got to hurt Brady, man. You got to get knock him down, hurry him, you know, put your hands on him, Especially be Especially at that age. At that age. That's the only way you're going to beat that man in the playoffs, yeah. keep it a stack, because he's a winner.
0: Yeah, they keep talking about, well, the Brady always likes to talk about and brag about how he could play to 46 or 47. Games like last night, no. no Games way. like last night make you wonder if he's going to be in camp even next year. Like, no, that, that didn't look good, and he had all the weapons back, but –
1: That 4th and 10 conversion to Gronk was huge. Yes, it was. That was was so huge. It's crazy because, like, I feel like the the safety. If he had the space, he made the play. Yeah. The safety definitely came up. I don't know if he underestimated Gronk's speed on that last play. And then Gronk just beat both of them down the field running literally straight. Yeah. And uh, Brady just put it on point, caught it, got the space. 4th and 10, you know what I'm saying, got the conversion. And then, yeah, came down, got it to Gronk again in the end zone. And then the two-point conversion, it was, like, tipped and intercepted.
0: Yeah. The, the two-point convert. Now, people, obviously, I mean, I know everybody is kind of having, like, this morning was the world of is it Steven Gostowski's fault? Is it not Steven Gostowski's fault? I You can blame the guy literally, but you can't blame the guy because how automatic? <laughs> Ten years without missing one.
1: True. True. I- it also comes back to the um, the rule changes at the start of the season by the NFL. Like, they pushed yeah. that, the extra points back.
0: And that's something that Belichick pushed for. Or, he was the biggest advocate of that entire thing. Ouch. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> talk about egg <echoing> on your face. <laughs> talk, yeah, talk about the biggest backfire. Right, who knows, though? Here's the thing. We're lucky, especially as a Patriots fan. The Patriots fan base, my age, has been lucky since 2001. We've gotten good teams every year. So I'm not so mad that we aren't there again this year. We were there last year. We got lucky last year. I'm sorry but often lightning doesn't strike in yeah. the same place twice. Without You're only going to get lucky so many times. And everything is on their back. Every everybody's pinpointed on them, you know. Look at this. I keep bringing it up. Paid in the HGH. Non story. It's just been a non-story, really. If you yeah, leave, New I, I England, think it's because Al Jazeera. I think it's
1: because Al Jazeera reported it. You know what I mean? If it yeah. was like your CBS Sports, ESPN, even, yeah, um, you know, uh, AP. It might be a huge story. They would have taken it more yeah, legitimate
0: my, if it came from a, a at least an a sports Ameri- Yeah, a sports Like yeah. someone who does sports. Yeah. I don't think of Al Jazeera is sports. I, mean, yeah. I still kind of tr- <laughs> I still trust them in the situation. I mean, Al Jazeera yeah, it's not going to get the attention. Cuz just uh, just
1: from what they do uh, overseas in the Middle East and Iraq, they try to give you, you know, unbiased news. So I mean, I would assume that's what they try to do for everything. Yeah. But I honestly I think he did it. Yeah, I, I think oh, he did AC. One hundred
0: percent, I think he did it. But
1: people just don't care, man. It's like I don't know. <laughs> people just don't care about it.
0: Yeah, I haven't, I haven't listened to the airwaves yet today, really. And I, I haven't, I haven't seen it on ESPN, but but I know really? that today's number one story is DeflateGate. I know it today. Yeah, today's number one story is DeflateGate because it came back down on them. Oh, they couldn't cheat anymore, so they didn't win. Uh, nah. That's what was go- That's I'm I mean, people it, will say that's, that, but that's, that's, what that's, that's, bull. That's, that's what it was just, going into it. That's what was going into it. So I'm looking at the
1: stats here from Brady. Uh, 27 for 56, 310 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. He was sacked four times for a loss of 18 yards. But he was not. What was he hurried? Or 18 or was, plus times. Yeah, he was like he was knocked down, hurried tipped balls like they were really putting pressure on tom
0: it was one of the best defenses he ever faced technically speaking by the stats yeah statistically yeah yeah and that's if you give brady three feet of space now look he was able to actually do some things that a lot of other quarterbacks at his age wouldn't do he was able to get rid of the ball in a lot of those hurry situations he probably should have been sacked eight or nine times. There were plenty of plays where he just managed to stay on one foot. He kept it together. Somehow got the ball off low. And it's just like, so you're looking at it going, This should have been nine sacks. How bad? How bad? How bad does it have to get before somebody can just die? How good are those guys that one body can't (laughs) stop another body?
1: I mean, hey, it was literally getting to the point where Von Miller wouldn't even have to engage with the line. I know, that's what I'm saying. Push him out of the way and then rush. Why
0: have them there? Why bother? Just. Get LeGarrette Blount out there on the bad knee. He's a big dude. Just throw him out there. (laughs) You
1: guys don't even have a first-round pick this year to get our offensive linemen. Oh, my
0: God. We can thank Bob Kraft for that. (laughs) I love Bob Kraft, but, geez, he gave in too quickly on that. We're going to have that hanging over our head now. We're going to have all the side effects of that hanging over our head because now we don't have a Super Bowl to fall back on. Never mind a conference championship. We don't even have that anymore. Oh my God. That, but I still think the Pats, you know, had a good year. Regardless, they did. like. It was a slow second half, but the first half was very spoiling. Right. That whole huge start. People undefeated. thought you were going to go
1: undefeated. Yeah. I'm like, eh. Ah.
0: By week 10, people were already going, Dolphins? Dolphins? <laughs> Can they do it? And I was like, I'd rather have them lose one or two, get their stuff together, get some other guys into the game. Right. I just, the, the first thing we do. Get rid of Marcus Cannon. Get rid of Gerard Mayo. What's wrong with Mayo? Mayo didn't do anything this year, even when he was healthy. And he can barely stay in the game anymore when he is healthy. Yeah. He's I, out there. I think right he's here.
1: a solid backer. A solid linebacker. Get a nice linebacker if rotation. We can,
0: if we can spend the offseason getting our other three, our big three, as I'm gonna call them, it would be the big four, but Mayo's year just to me wasn't yeah. it it didn't compete with those guys when they were in the game. And when you have those three. I'd rather just throw everything at those three, not have to spend the money on Mayo. Mm. I'd rather just cut him at this point. Well, actually, yeah. I think he's a free agent. Football is cutthroat like that. Like, yeah. yeah, It's it's just like that. Speaking of cut, I don't understand why we kept Steven Jackson if we weren't going to use him at this point.
1: Well, he had four carries for eight yards. He had a TD. He got, know, <laughs> he got it in the end zone. I know.
0: He got it in the end zone for you guys. I know. Steven Jackson, though, it just seemed like it, he was going to be this spectacular, like, it's just a name. Of, honestly. I know. it's the type of guy that Belichick likes to hire and then he likes to go and transform this guy back into his old self by some way of adjusting the playbook. And it just didn't work. It, yeah. Steven Jackson he lost so like, a few
1: steps. Yeah. I mean, he's just not the running back that he was. Yeah.
0: It it just wasn't it wasn't worth a while to me to have him. I don't even know what he made. He probably made two, three Maybe $3.5 I got a nice little check up there. <laughs> <laughs> a nice check. That's how much now I miss Dion Lewis because that's what the Broncos had. They were able to take off that pressure on Peyton. They didn't have to use Peyton every play. He didn't have to go every snap. Brady yeah. was, Manning Brady was third and two going out of the shotgun. Yeah, like, man.
1: I see here Manning threw 32 uh, pass attempts. You got Brady 56. Yeah. It's ridiculous.
0: I know. And the Broncos, I, I don't know what the numbers are exactly, but it, it at least appeared like the Broncos were on the field plenty longer. Time up is— Made everything tougher for Oh, Brady. actually, not
1: New England was actually on the field. Uh, I mean, it was really close. It was 30, 30 minutes to 29 minutes. Oh, okay. So it was really close. but
0: Appearances are different. But than... not—it looked like the Broncos yeah. were on the Just field a longer. Because yeah. I felt like in the entire second half of the game, I'm going, well— The Patriots have it. They lose it. Then the Broncos just seem to make a play on third down or, like, a second and whatever after a penalty. They just seem to be making the plays that they needed to make that the Patriots couldn't make in a non-pressure situation earlier in the game. This is out of the gate. They couldn't do it. But back to the running game, like, Deion Lewis, I don't know, Nate Solder, Deion Lewis. That's what we— Apart from getting Jamie Collins and uh, Dante Hightower and Chandler Jones, well, Chandler Jones is got to get out of the mudslide first, and then we got to have the big three healthy. But uh, apart from that, like you need Dion Lewis back, because Deion Lewis was like the guy. It, I'm, I'm sure we only saw a shell of him. Like I'm so, I'm sure we didn't see everything he's got to offer. But holy crap, what the guy had would have made such a difference. He would have made C.J. Anderson look like a minion. Out there, it, it just wouldn't have. It wouldn't have looked competitive between the two running games that we had. Deion Lewis there, and all that pressure off of Brady. The rush game wouldn't have been so specific, because they just knew where to go the entire game. They just knew right, go down the middle or go around the side, because that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a pass. Mm. It was nothing else to that game really. It, was, as a Patriots fan, you hope. And pray, I think as any fan, your team that close. You kind of, like, hope and pray, and then you got to that point. You got to the 18-20 point, and I just knew. All he needed was a two-point conversion. They needed a running back there. They needed a running back there. You can't be forcing Brady to throw it, yeah. and you're On forcing like him yard to. On, the two-yard line, yeah. Right, and everybody's covering because that's the only play in the playbook, yeah, really. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it did come down to, at the end, having no running game. They weren't even able to, like, fake it, do a play-action pass, right. even to the running back, just to get Brady some space. Um I don't know I honestly, I feel like you guys are still in a good place. you got Gronk, you know Garoppolo's on the bench developing, yeah, so for as for Tom Brady, Mr goat arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, yeah, what is his future looking like one more year He's got
0: one I, year I think he gives it one more hurrah. I don't know we'll see if he if he wins the Super Bowl next year, which it's not out of the question because yeah, okay. basically everybody is back right. at this point. If he does win a Super Bowl next year, he keeps coming back. Word. I think as of right now, starting this offseason, the year he doesn't win the Super Bowl is his last year. And oh. that will start this year if he doesn't win
1: it. Uh, sounds real to me. Um, as for Peyton, I think if he wins the chip, I think win or loss, he's out right now. Like I don't think Peyton has another run left in him. People forgetting like He was playing not really good football. Uh, You know, in the regular season, but of course, he's one of the greatest of all time. So when it's time to compete,
0: put on, he's there. He's ready. I think this is good for him too to go into the Super Bowl to actually see that he could get there, because now this will probably avoid the uh, ya little ya tittle situation where he's going to get stretchered off the field. Yeah, I I don't think that's going to happen now in a literal sense because he's gone this far. And now this is like I'm sure in yeah, his head yeah. he's going. I've done it twice. I'm sitting down with the, with the family after this, yeah. after the Super Bowl, win or lose, I can go out strong. He can go out strong either way, cause who the hell would have thought he would have made it? Who the hell would have even thought he would have had the game he had? No one, no one was even expecting the guy to be able to make chess passes. That's that's
1: real. Yeah, like people expecting him to throw duds. He had a solid game. I mean, he didn't throw over 200 yards, but he had two TDs. 17 17, uh, completions for 176. Again, got the luxury the running game. Running game, great defense, everything he needs to to make this run.
0: Right, because as with any team, you can't play every position, but you got to do your job. Exactly. Pads just didn't do their job yesterday, and the Broncos did. They probably took that motto, and they're all in the locker room. We're going to put everything 100% all the way. We're going to do this as hard as we ever can. If we don't win the Super Bowl, we don't win the Super Bowl, but we're going to beat the Patriots. Word. I feel like that's what it is when you play the Patriots. If you play the Patriots in the conference or in the playoffs at all, if you play the Patriots in the playoffs at all, that's a mini Super Bowl for a lot of teams. Yeah. Because that's a huge accomplishment in the last 15 years if you can get a stranglehold on the Pats and just that's beat facts. Yeah. That's facts. That's well,
1: facts. Remember when the Jets beat you guys a few years ago?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just any team. And especially that's a, a confidence boost. You get to go into the next year, sure, we didn't make it to the Super Bowl, or maybe they did, and then they get to go, well, we can build around this because we beat the Pats last year, so we had that potential to beat the best team. Yeah, they're the best team, dude. They're the best team. So I'm just I'm not all that mad about tomorrow. I uh, no, I think I, the I mean Panthers about, are better uh, than the I'm Broncos. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Like S- who you who you like got in the Panthers, Super Bowl? Panthers
0: Arizona score better.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, that game was ridiculous. Yeah. Carson Palmer also played a terrible game. Yeah, but a it's it's Carson
0: game. Palmer. That's the way I look at it, with <laughs> Carson Palmer. I don't, I don't thoroughly expect Carson Palmer to just come through game after game. He had a great second half of the year. I yeah. think he had one of the highest QBRs of all time in the second half of a season. But still, to me, Carson Palmer is just kind of one of those guys. I always like. I mean,
1: I didn't think he was a bad QB. You know what I mean? He, always, he won a Heisman in college, number one overall pick. He got hurt a few times um, when he was with the Bengals in the playoffs and then he went to the raiders and died for a little but he came back to life with the cardinals and he's just one of those guys like he's a top 10 quarterback in the league you know what i mean
0: yeah wasn't a, wasn't he a backup to Terrell Pryor at one no. point or he was behind no. Terrell Pryor if he, he was, was in front then of Terrell Pryor
1: that's just disrespectful I man it was when he got <laughs> Terrell Pryor is a wide receiver now
0: oh i know where does he even play cleveland he plays in Cleveland? Yeah. Wow. It's the Browns. No wonder Johnny Manziel can't get a throwing touchdown. <laughs> Throw to him. Oh, my God. What's your score on the Super Bowl? What do you think? If you had to put up a number.
1: Right now, I'm going to say 14-point victory Panthers. Yeah? Yeah, I got I got spread 14 going to the Panthers. Vegas. In Vegas, it's uh, four and a half Panthers, but I got 14.
0: I'm going 27-10 Panthers. Twenty-seven ten. 10 It's not going to be as bad as the Arizona game, I don't think. Uh, no. Yeah. People were talking about Arizona's defense going in like it was the Broncos' defense turned out to be probably what people thought Arizona's D was going to be. See, the
1: thing with Arizona's defense, they lost um, the Honey Badger. Oh, yeah. So, you know what I mean? He did a lot not for that defense. having him in the secondary. Exactly. Yeah. He can play corner. He can play strong safety, front safety. Yeah. Like, he was a very versatile back. Yeah, defensive like he's, back.
0: He's big enough to play linebacker. Yo, almost. for real. He
1: he's a talented football player. Yeah. So he was a big loss for them. And I guess they just weren't able to uh, play without him because this is this is really bad here. They
0: didn't make any. They didn't make any stops in the secondary. Yeah. There almost wasn't one play that they even looked like they were going to defend the guys. Honestly. Yeah. Any ball that was not received was almost dropped by accident by the receiver, and it wasn't like. He wasn't open. He was open. He would just drop it. There was nothing going on in the secondary. The line actually wasn't that bad. They were kind of getting to uh, Cam, kind yeah. of. And then Cam would I mean, Cam's athletic. Speed. He just yeah. runs around them. Yeah. Too much speed, too much athleticism. When Cam, I think, you know, I think it was the end of the game. I can't remember for sure. I kind of watched him bits and pieces with the Celtics on, but Cam had a run down the middle of the field. It was like a 15-yard run or something like was that. It was
1: toward the end of the game? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was huge. It was yeah. just like, yo, what can you really do against this guy?
0: Yeah, he just he got away so quick. He didn't even think about it. Yeah. Like, he just as soon as he saw the middle, he was just...
1: like, One thing, too, about Cam, uh, a lot of people don't realize he's good at the line of scrimmage. Like, he may not be on the level of uh, Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, but he does make those reads um, yeah. at the line. He does change plays, like you know. He is a smart quarterback, and it's, he's not just—it's not just athleticism with him.
0: A lot of the uh, opposing receivers, in like the week of interviews before playing Cam, will always kind of talk about how his eyes are great. Like he's a—he's amazing at deceiving, recei- uh, deceiving the secondary with his eyes, or right. even deceiving the line if he's gonna go for it on a run or whatever. He just. People always praise, like, this guy has the little things down. Because mm. that's what people always say about Brady and Manning because they're good – they're passers. Yeah. They're pocket passers. They don't move around that much. Well, Brady probably moved the last three weeks more <laughs> than he's moved his in his life entire career. Honestly. Yeah. And people always say with Peyton and Tom that those two guys are great with their eyeballs. They can fake you out because they know they have to drop back in the pocket. There's nowhere else for them to go. Cam's got that weapon and he's got the legs. He's just a young buck with yeah. everything. He's got the veteran presence essentially. He's got Very the veteran true. skills. I just I I want to see the super, people are like in New England. People get so jaded so fast. I'm not going to watch a Super Bowl. I'm not going to watch a Super Bowl cuz we're not in it. They got screwed. It's hate. You
1: yeah. know what I mean, that's just hate from the bottom of their hearts.
0: Yeah, and I I want to see I want to see See Pam a lot of Payton. Patriots I don't mind either that, one. That's the thing mind. with
1: Pats fans though. A lot of Pats fans are not fans of football they're just fans they're of just the Pats patriots fans, yeah. like it, and it's disgusting yeah but yo dude let's get
0: some buds and watch yeah. the Pats, boy right. yeah that's all they care about yeah
1: i mean hey it happens but i just think football is a sport that should be really appreciated yeah you know what i mean people get lucky you get tom brady you're one of the greatest of all times
0: and they get spoiled yeah they get and spoiled
1: they... and they're just like uh. yeah
0: exactly <laughs> And I, I don't mind. Like, I don't mind. Here's the thing. In high school, when we would lose in baseball, in the playoffs, you'd go see that team play that you had lost to. I would never do that for well, basketball. That's, <laughs> but know, that's maybe that's baseball. Right. You win and so it was like a respect and yeah. you get to see a good game, right? In football... Okay, Peyton beat me. I want to see what he's going to do next, right? He's already passed me. I can't do anything about that. It's not like I'm on the team. I can't do anything. about. So I'm going to watch it. Now you know every Patriots player is going to watch the Super Bowl. You know all those Arizona guys are going to watch the Panthers play because, like, oh, my God, they ran us out of the building. Like, Let's see what they can do against those there, guys. There may
1: be a few guys who are just sick, and they're just like, Yeah, "I don't want to see any football yeah. until the next off season." Yeah, uh, that tends to be like a running a vacation. That
0: tends to be a running back. Yeah, <laughs> running backs hold the biggest grudges.
1: Receivers, yeah. offensive players. Probably. Look at
0: Marshawn Lynch, dude. Marshawn Lynch is already thinking of retiring. He's twenty nine.
1: Man, but that I don't sport what though, running
0: backs. Are. They you gotta, always have the you gotta take mind. into
1: account the sport of football, though. Like that's a really physical sport. You got I people's know. brains turning to mush. You, you know, after
0: taking account the bank account too. I read that Man. he, I read that he has to pay them money to, to leave? retire. <laughs> yeah, he has to pay them a lot of money to retire. It's yeah. awful. While the buck is still there and the contract's still on,
1: we might as well play. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, hell, at that point, quote unquote. I'd be kind of praying to tear an ACL <laughs> maybe oh, get the year day. off.
1: Uh, <laughs> he was out for most of the year, too.
0: Yeah, uh, that's probably yeah, what like a contemplating. Yeah, like hernia, groin, yeah. I think guys get like that because then they go, uh, you know, like I didn't have this great a year. They kind of get defeated. It's like me, my first week of school. You get defeated and you just want to leave it. You mm-hmm. just want to be like, I'm not going to go near that anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm done. But yeah, this is uh, Nick and Rass in the Morning.
0: 90. Nick and 7. Rass at
1: noon. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's been a while.
0: It's our first show of the semester. We're back, baby. 90.7 WXIN, Rhode Island College Radio.
2: Rhode Island College Radio, your station, your music. 90.7 WXIN-FM, Providence. The student broadcast service of Rhode Island College. Your station, your music.
1: 90.7 wxin Providence.
0: WXIN, the voice of Rhode Island College. Nick and Rass at noon back at you right here. We've got some talk about the NBA. Yeah. And we have to talk about this blasphemy known as the Cleveland Cavaliers front office. (laughs) David, If you guys haven't heard, David Blatt, who is first in the Eastern Conference this year, was fired, the first coach in 45 years to be fired leading his conference.
1: Yeah. I mean, ridiculous. All right. The defense for David Blatt's firing, i the only defense you can make that's logical is to say that, well, they lost five straight games against the Warriors, dating back to the NBA Finals. Yeah. That's five straight losses against the team that, you know what I mean? I mean, in that's the That's your competitor. Yeah, that's exa- your equal. Exactly. Man? So it's saying, that kind of says like, hey, they don't have all that they need to beat them. Right. But at the same time, it's not like Kyrie and Love were healthy in the Finals. Yeah, I mean... So, it's just—it's really just a tricky situation there. Honestly, I feel like LeBron, who was never a fan of him in the first place.
0: Yeah, LeBron was always criticizing sneakily. There was always this rumbling that LeBron would criticize the fact that Blatt would not draw up really specific plays in the yeah. huddle, like when they took a timeout and things like that. I'm just like, you know, the ball's going through you, LeBron. Right. <laughs> why? Why do you have to be such I a hardo mean, about it? The
1: thing though, with uh, with Blatt, thinking back. Um for instance, a time he had drawn up a game winning play. It was uh the last play of that Bulls game, semifinals. Yes. When LeBron scrapped his play, got the ball and just knocked down a jumper in the corner to win the game. Yeah. But the play was for somebody else. I forget who it was. And LeBron was just like, Yeah, we weren't gonna do that. Scrapped it right there in the huddle. Yeah. We're talking playoff basketball. You're right. going against your coach, like in the huddle. Like that's that's serious right there. That's a, a lack of team discipline. That's a lack of respect for the coach.
0: Yeah, and that doesn't help either because that's your guy. Like, everybody else is going to look at that and go, that's all right. Because that's the guy. Like, if the guy does that on your team, if your team leader is doing that, then it makes it okay to promote that sort of atmosphere with the rest of the team. That looks absolutely ridiculous. I mean, every coach that said it looks stupid what just happened, like P.J. Carlissimo.
1: P.J. Carlissimo.
0: Carlissimo, thank you. (laughs) He said how ridiculous it was. And he he had this big rumbling about it. Greg Popovich had this big rumbling about it. It's like every coach thinks this is the stupidest thing ever because they know where it came from. Yeah. And they're going to lie to you and tell you and that it came from another place. Yeah, no, right.
1: without a doubt. Anybody with any sense, any any real fan of basketball will know that this was a decision from LeBron right? or a decision that LeBron didn't mind. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he would have stopped it exactly. if he really
0: respected him. Okay. I, who was it the gm or the president had said lebron wasn't consulted the, the for this GM. decision. if you have to come out and say that then he was. that means you're already trying to protect that yeah. that happened definitely so that means it happened
1: <laughs> i read um i was reading something from ben uh brendan hayward he used to be yes. a center for the calves yeah. you know all the time you know journeyman center big right. guy the robert uh, ori of yeah, the Cavs. He, and he was talking about um film sessions with David Blatt and LeBron, and he he said uh, straight up on an ESPN article, he was like, we'd be in film, and LeBron would make a mistake on film, and the coach would say nothing. And then, you know, Della Vidova would make a mistake, and the coach would say something. It's like, yo, we're all watching the same thing here. Like, yeah. If LeBron doesn't get back on defense, you have to say, you have to tell him. Like, if the
0: fastest, strongest guy virtually on the continent can't <laughs> get back on defense, then why the hell is Matt Delavadova supposed to Yeah, for real. <laughs> it looks like, oh my god. You lose team respect that way. I lo- that's the type of things that makes me like social media and sports a lot more because these guys have a voice. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure if he said it through social media, but that gets around yeah. because of social media. Yeah, You could say that to a reporter thirty years ago and it wouldn't go further than the reporter's notepad. Now it just takes off and yeah. like The fact that he said that, it just tells me everything about the whole situation.
1: That gives you a real look into that locker room, the type of things they were doing. And I
0: like that, because that's pure honesty, because now you can see past the crap.
1: It's real sports, man. It's real sports. Social media changed a lot of things, especially for sports. You got people with their own own message now. They can say what they want to say and get it out how they want to get it out. I mean, you see a lot of a lot of crap, but you also get a lot of things like right. this, where it's like, right?
0: I think you mentally train yourself to sift through yeah. the crap, and then you see everything that needs to be seen. Something yeah. like that, and something like the Gilbert Arenas thing. But well, I'm not gonna talk about that. Gilbert. Man. <laughs> that, that was an interesting over break oh, Instagram post.
1: Gilbert Arenas, man, Let's get them checks, boy, Get them checks.
0: Maybe the Cavs need him. Hire him as an assistant <laughs> coach. What do you think about Tyronn Lue <laughs> saying that? Uh, what the heck is Blatt should coach the All-Star game? You think that's insulting? I read an article on Yahoo. Some, wrote wow. a, some writer wrote that that's insulting as hell Yeah, on Yahoo. That is I ridiculous.
1: That think it is. That, did Tyronnum <laughs> really say that? I'm going to have yeah. to Google that. He that said he thought
0: that David Blatt should still get to coach the All-Star game, even though he's not in it. Sure. Let's have this guy (laughs) who's no longer a coach. Yeah, he doesn't have a team. Yeah, he doesn't even. Wow, he really said that. Yeah, just go out there and hang out with LeBron and tell LeBron what to do for All Star Weekend in the game. Just let's just see how that goes. That that tension and that clash of personalities reoccurs all over again. Could you imagine if those two ended up in the same room again?
1: I I, I doubt anything would happen.
0: There'd be a, there'd be a shouting match. At you least, think so? Minimum. Man,
1: I don't think Blatt would say anything. Man, you don't he think He was so? scared of LeBron, from what I'm seeing. Like oh. no,
0: that—that's probably why he didn't say anything yeah. in those film sessions. Yeah, I—I <laughs> yeah, I, I would think that something would have to happen, but I understand where that's coming from because Platt does seem like he's a mild-mannered guy. At yeah, least. like he just—I mean.
1: I, I'm not even saying he's a bad coach. You know what I mean? I think no. he should get another opportunity to coach an NBA team.
0: Someone will want him as at least an assistant yeah, somewhere. Definitely. He's too valuable. I mean, every, every head coach at some point, if they had at least won, if they had one winning season, the way I look at it is any head coach that had a winning season has something that they can offer from the basketball team. club, yeah. Right, as an assistant. Look at M- Mike D'Antoni, he's with the 76ers now. Because they need to get their offense better. And since he's been there, Ish Smith. He's just been, going north and south. Yeah. yeah. They've just been playing way better offense.
1: I'm, I'm really happy that the NBA, you know, stepped in there in Philadelphia. They sent Mike D'Antoni over there. Yeah. They sent Jerry uh, Colangelo over there from yeah. USA Basketball. Like yeah. They had to fix that, man, because that was ridiculous.
0: And think of it. I think we talked about the last show before break. How the heck does Brett Brown get a three-year extension and David Black gets fired? I don't understand. I don't understand. It's the two opposite ends of the spectrum.
1: Literally. There's nothing
0: in between. (laughs) Literally. That guy can barely win a game a month.
1: I I don't get it, man. It's it's honestly the – man, I don't even want to start.
0: 'Cause it's ridiculous. Yeah, because, it's like, <laughs> of, because everything you understand about the sport, everything we love about basketball, everything we know about coaches is being betrayed in front of our yeah, yeah. Eyes. and they wanna everything tell us it's not
1: LeBron. Like, yeah. no, it's LeBron. <laughs> I'm it's, like
0: it has to be LeBron. And we had to be sold the good boy image. Everybody has to be sold the good boy image. Like everybody has to be sold Lebron and train right. Yeah. that's what everybody has to be sold. <laughs> I, I didn't mind him. I mean, LeBron it was a good and train wreck. role. The problem is, is that everybody when that happened, everybody was like, "Oh, he could be a great actor." I remember no way. Portnoy was saying he could be a great actor. No, he couldn't. He was playing himself. Himself, exactly. Literally, he was just playing LeBron James. You ever seen Crocodile Dundee, the Paul Hogan guy? He literally could only do Crocodile Dundee (laughs) movies for the rest of his life. And they had to put him in movies just like that. LeBron, that's all he could do. It's like at this point, if you put Kobe in, Kobe would have to literally be a Buddhist in Mm. a movie at this point.
1: I'm thinking... So, speaking of movies and uh, speaking of LeBron, I know Warner Brothers and LeBron have signed a contract. Yeah. It's not disclosed what it's for. You think it's Space Jam 2? We know what it is. We It's Space Jam (laughs) 2. Yeah, it's
0: Space Jam (laughs) 2.
1: How do you think he's going to be?
0: I think it will. Here's the thing. Like, LeBron is, at this point, there's too much going on with his image because this does not help. They have to lay off this a little bit. The thing was, I'm not going to deny like Michael wasn't a piece of work back in the day. Yeah. But going back to social media, people didn't know everything exactly. they knew about Michael. Everything came out in books. Yeah, like you know, Michael 10 Jordan years was punching his about, teammates. Like, right. <laughs> they, they say that Michael Jordan used to uh, drive around. In his drop back Corvette in Chicago yeah. and smoke weed in the offseason. Wow. <laughs> and he would give out money yeah, to little kids. Yeah. Degenerate gambler. Legs. Right. right. <laughs> but that stuff like, didn't dude. come back out until a decade later. Now you know everything about LeBron, and people are. Uh, this is just the beginning of the unraveling, I think, of the, uh, fake, the fake good boy image, the fake yeah. leader, LeBron. Yeah. He's mean, a good guy, don't get me wrong, but he's also a piece of work. You can't deny that. Yeah, w- without a doubt.
1: Like, when you're that good at your sport, you know what I mean? There's just going to be something. Yeah. There's going to be something that ticks you differently. Like, if you go to any of the top guys in any sport, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just something about them that it's just like, yo, they're just different from the rest. Yeah. And it might be mindset for LeBron, it's body type, skill, and what he brings to the court, and mindset, too. He's he's probably the smartest player in the league.
0: Oh, yeah. That's why he's able to do what he does. Yeah. And physical strength is nothing compared to mental strength. Fact At all. No, I. The thing, they have to make a decision. Warner Brothers has to decide whether they're going to do this now. Like, they would have to get filming this this year. Wait, is USA this year? Olympics this year? Um, I think is it 2016. Yeah. So yeah. they can't film it this year. they going to be busy training. Yeah. So that's going to become their problem. Because as it gets later in his career, just as with anybody else, more stuff goes down. Yeah. So more stuff happens as you go along with the career. And you need to kind of, like, avoid that. Pushing down of the public image before the movie comes out. You don't need anything that's going to hurt it. Yeah, Sure, now in this day and age, who knows? Could freaking more help game, it. Could freaking help yeah, it. More than a Bad game stuff. did so
1: much for LeBron's image, though. <laughs> like, if it wasn't for that film, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because really? I hated I hated LeBron when he... Up uh, until then. Uh, yeah, least, literally. Yeah. Actually, I hated him in um, when he went to Miami that first season. He was the most hated player in the league. Yeah. Um, and people started to kind of like him again. Again, man. yeah, and it started to come back, you know, yep. and then uh, now he's just, like, the anti-hero, like, the anti... Especially with Curry now. Because you know Curry's I mean? the
0: regular guy.
1: Yeah, Curry's Curry the is, family guy, you know, Curry a beautiful is the mom. beautiful everybody's wife, everybody's at every game, yeah. yeah. Beautiful daughter, yeah. dad played ball, brothers in the league, like, he's the perfect story for right. the NBA.
0: And you can tell, like, nothing has happened with the guy yet because they... Remember that story with the wife? What did the wife say about uh, her like, friends on Instagram yeah. like, barely wearing clothes? I'm sorry I won't do that. Yeah. People freaked out and said that was offensive. I'm sorry. It was, but it was if you're a tweet. Real, yeah. If you're not wearing clothes, you're not wearing clothes. Yeah, so like, it, it, it's just she said a fact. Simple fact. So how could, they're looking for something to get after yeah. his entire family on because they're too perfect at this point. Definitely. I would almost want to see him in Space Jam, but I think they, they want the superhero image too much yeah. in Space Jam. They want like the actual guy they put in the movie to look like a cartoon. Yeah, a real imagine place.
1: Curry in Space Jam, like he'd just be pulling from like a different planet. Yeah, like, yeah <laughs> that's exactly. <it.
0: laughs> have like a, he'd have a slingshot, be Yo, shooting down uh, be across the galaxy. I actually
1: hope uh, Curry's in Space Jam. That'd be awesome. Like not maybe not just, the lead character, but, but like one of, if like, he's the in four, the film. Yeah. What, was the, what was the original? Charles was
0: Barkley, Patrick Ewing. Uh, who Barkley else? was in the right. Right. But uh, there was two Jordan. Other and who was the tall, who was the tall white guy? Uh, was Steve, that Mark? It was Bradley? Bradley, what was it?
1: Steve Bradley. Steve
0: Bradley, and there was one other guy. Wait, is it Steve What's
1: Bradley? It oh, it's Muggsy Bogues, sure.
0: Mugsy Bogues, that's it. Thank you. Yeah, that was it. No, he, hey, hey. Mugsy Bogues was in the first one. He wasn't the star, but yeah. at the time, Mugsy Bogues was a cartoon character himself. <laughs> Five foot two, five foot three, whatever Muggsy Bogues was. Sean,
1: wait, Sean, Sean Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, man, that's right. Yeah, McGrady dunked over him. Yeah. Sean Bradley.
0: Oh, that was in the. Uh...
1: It was a TNT game. I remember seeing it live. Yeah. Uh, it was like a Thursday. Yeah. just racked on him. <laughs> oh, right, <me> too. <laughs> Who crazy. would be
0: a good four for this one? I don't think you could do James Harden. You no. couldn't do James Harden. Uh, you couldn't Curry. do Dwight Howard anymore.
1: No way. I'd say Curry. Um would be charismatic in a film.
0: I feel like DeMarcus Cousins might have something. Yeah, Kobe,
1: honestly. You think he'd do it at this age, though? Yeah, he wants to get involved in screenwriting, like the way he was talking about. Yeah, you could tell. You could tell
0: he was into that, yeah.
1: Um, Cousins is boogies, charismatic. Uh, I think Anthony Davis
0: would be kind of funny in there, too. Yeah,
1: they want to push him up there. I don't know if he's got the the personality, Maybe Durant. Yeah, Durant KD Oh, Russell Westbrook oh, without a yeah, doubt yeah, Russell yes, Westbrook. That's true. That's true. Would have to um Durant, yeah, Durant too. Um yeah, I'm not really sold on 80s personality. I no. mean, he's a baller, don't get me right, wrong, yeah. but like as for like the face of the league, like, you know, yeah. being the number one guy, all the cameras in his a, face. There
0: was a lot of push for him to be that number one guy this year. Yeah, a lot of people coming into this year. Anthony Davis is the best. Yeah, and then kind of Durant had a little resurgence. And Curry. LeBron kept that Eastern Conference thing going. Of course, yeah. Curry. Yeah, don't I don't think anybody's. That. I think Curry's the best NBA player right now. Yeah, he's just Doing the most stuff. You know, he's making the he, most yo, plays. He's he had he's this three point shot. Watch. He had this this,
1: this uh, half court shot. Um. And it was like he literally lined it up perfectly. Like Oh, the
0: ones on, uh, what was it, Saturday or Friday? Yeah. The two of them? Yeah. Oh, my amazing. God.
1: Yeah, amazing. It's amazing.
0: It looked like regular jump shots exactly. almost just off of one foot. Right. The first time I went, wow, I wish that had counted, the three-quarter court yeah. one. Yeah. Then the second one, like you're saying. Like, he just he got lined it up. he position. And I, I knew right away, too, like the way he had it in his hand, it looked right. like one of his regular jump shots. Right. One of those, I'm going to put it on my shoulder, throw right. it up yeah. ones.
1: Right off the glass.
0: Yeah, for a guy that's as short as he is, he has a short jump shot. You know, he's not trying to rear it back behind his head and throw it over everybody. His release is so quick, so it's like no one can do anything. I'd like to know what the stat is on the last time he had a three blocked. Because he never seems—I never see him get a three blocked. Because no one ever seems to be able to stay with him when he does that shake to the left. When he puts a ball behind his back and on the ground, back between the legs. Nobody can. Uh, stay I
1: remember there. one time I seen him play the Knicks. It was at Madison Square Garden. I didn't see it live. Yeah, you know what I mean. I saw it on TV. Yeah, but um, Tyson. It was like a switch. And Tyson Chandler, seven foot, go- seven foot center,
0: yeah,
1: uh, former Defensive Player of the Year. Like he's a really good defender. Guarding Curry, and he
0: still just pulled up and wetted in his face. Yeah.
1: over a seven footer, shot the ball straight over him. So that's the no fear factor yeah. too.
0: Because uh, you see him before the game doing his warm-ups. So you know he's already prepared. It's yeah. not even like he has to be scared. He's, exactly. just, he's just he's ready fearless. to go. He knows he's ready.
1: I've never i've he said um, I was watching a playoff game. I feel like it was against the Rockets, and um, is the conference finals. And so after the game, he's talking, and he's he's like, "Well, honestly, I just prepare, and then I live with the results." Yeah, and if you really watch the way this man plays basketball, that's exactly what he does. Like, you
0: can't, you can't deny that either. Like right. when a guy actually prepares, you can't deny his results when exactly. he gets them. So that's why it's so hard to, you know, debate back and forth—is he better than LeBron? Because you just see it—you see it firsthand before every game, it, whether it's pushed in front of your face on mm-hmm. purpose or not. You see
1: it. He's working. Right, that man puts in the work. Yeah, to yeah. be where he is. Like he was—he's a six-two, six-two, six-one guard. Not physically imposing. I mean, he can jump. He can rebound the ball for somebody yeah. his size, but he doesn't really have bounce. It's all skill, all right. work. You know what I mean? And that's why he is where he is. At Davidson, I remember him being triple teamed. Oh, yeah. Getting I, triple teamed. I
0: Actually, that's how, he's one of the guys that I can say I followed through college. Because I remember watching him on CBS Saturdays. Thinking he
1: was going to be real. Right. Honestly. And
0: I, I remember him having 30-point games like it was nothing to the mm. guy. And I didn't see thirty-point games at the time when you know when college kids were not scoring that much at that time. It was a real era where like power forwards and small forwards were the big thing. Yeah, small forwards weren't really scoring, scoring. They were just starting to learn how to shoot. Yeah. power forwards were huge with the rebound, and so the game was getting tough again. Yeah, but you had, had Curry been, just
1: shooting, right. strapping it, bro, just now, standing in the corner. What
0: did he make it to one year? He made it to like the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite yeah.
1: Eight. He upset a few teams his last year. And then he was drafted. Yeah. I forget where he made it to, but he did have a nice run in the tournament. And he just was that Cinderella that, yeah. you know, they had that darling team. Yeah, exactly. He's always been that type of guy.
0: He's always had to come down from something. Exactly. I mean, the guy didn't even really have an offer Yo, out of college. Real? I think that was his only Division One offer. Ridiculous. He might have had one other. That was like Jimmy Butler. I was watching the Celtics the other night, and I started looking into Jimmy Butler's past. You would not believe Like, everything he's going through. His mom kicked him out of the house when he was 13 because she didn't like the way he looked. She said, I don't like the way you look. You need to go. Wow. And for four years, he bounced around before some friend took him in. Yeah. Played a good senior year. Went to a a community college because he didn't get recruited at all. Yeah. Marquette, two-star recruit. Get this, 148th overall community college recruit. Wow. community college
1: and went to Marquette out of out yeah of, wow. so
0: that's you're lucky if you're top thousand recruit yeah. at that point. point two-star recruit to Marquette the rest is history it's just crazy how these guys went so far right. no. people see
1: opportunities and they right. seize them you know what I mean they're like yo this is my chance so
0: like for Steph he he doesn't have an extreme that end of the story but he has that side of the story where it's like he went through a lot of crap yeah, to I get mean, to where he is. Not, but not then necessarily he has that crap. Nice, you know what I mean? He, his he dad a, played in the he NBA. He a lot of bull, you know? I guess you could say. People like tried to push him around when he was on teams. Not like he had any financial struggle or like hardship struggle, but just to get respect on the court. He had a lot of trouble with that. He had to earn it all. Yeah, right?
1: without a doubt, going yeah. to a, a mid-major school. You know, you have that chip on your shoulder. Yeah, You see a lot of mid-major guards nice nowadays. You got Curry, Damian Lillard. Oh, McCollum's yeah. playing well too in Portland Lehigh, Lehigh I remember yeah. they
0: played against Bryant of all schools <laughs> I couldn't imagine anybody playing Bryant going to the NBA I
1: remember they beat Duke Lehigh beat Duke the year yes. McCollum was there yeah. In the first round, 215
0: Can you believe he's averaging 22 points a game? I, I'm I know happy because f- he's on my fantasy team oh, right. So I'm happy But for a few years it was like Is this guy ever going to yeah, get healthy? Exactly. You know, He was one of those guys exactly. where you're just wondering Well, is he always going to be this 25 games a year guy? Yeah and have a good 25 games but never really hit a stride. Word.
1: He's a really good scorer, a really good oh, shooter. Yeah. Creati- so him he, him he and Damian
0: are, cre- are creative. Right. You know, they're two of the I would say right now they're probably the best scoring backcourt. Over together. Curry and Clay? I uh, Clay had just hasn't to me this year been what he was last year. So right now, it's over, also over impressive. Over Kyrie and DeMar DeRozan. It's also DeRozan. impressive. Oh, uh, yeah. That's actually a good
1: they're point. They're playing well in Toronto right yeah, now. Yeah, that's actually a good point. So, I mean, but I definitely hold uh, Portland and Portland's backcourt up there. Like, scoring-wise, if we're just talking points per game, they're probably definitely top three, yeah. top four.
0: They're right in the thick of it, too, yeah. this year in the playoff race, which is actually surprising for me. Yeah, I the thought, West is weak. Yeah, which was surprising because I thought they were going to come back strong after last year. I thought kind of that uh, – I weirdly thought that having Durant back for OKC would kind of push the rest of the – the West into like this frenzy. We're like, all right, so now they're back at 100%. You know San Antonio is going to always be in it. The Warriors aren't going to let up for crap. And just everybody, I thought everybody was going to have this little extra frenzy push, but it just hasn't been that way this year. It just hasn't been this way. The East is playing the West real good this year, too. You see a lot of games cross-conference. It's
1: Speaking of, you know, playing well, I just popped into my head, Spurs-Warriors tonight. Yes. Like we didn't even touch on that. We haven't even touched on the Spurs. We're having a great year. Yeah, I know. And um, this game is huge I because they didn't play Kawhi. in the finals. Yeah, right?
0: I think you can thank Kawhi. For, for that. the year? Kawhi yeah. finally, like, he's the guy. Yeah, now, he's definitely, you know? that's his team. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great game. I love watching the Warriors whenever. I can watch the Warriors just about play anybody yeah. because you know it's entertainment. Definitely. I, I, basketball is different for me with football. Like football, I'll get easily bored when they're the just factually. running back and forth.
1: Or if it's not a team I care about.
0: Right. But basketball, there's got to be a basket if they're running back and forth every 24 and seconds. Especially the essentially. Warriors, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Warriors are. So basically any team they play, you're going to see some hoop. You're going to see some good hoop. Yeah, that's a good game tonight, though. I actually I think San Antonio might beat them.
1: No Tim Duncan. I know, but, but that's not even a big deal right. for the Spurs team. Like they Tim, still got
0: LaMarcus. Tim Duncan though is still having a good year though. I think yeah. he's right around ten and ten, which is surprising.
1: He's one of the best basketball players to ever live. Yeah,
0: like, he, honestly. smart, yeah. smart. He's like one of the only seven foot guys to ever really play below the rim his entire career. Word. He's just been finessing for the he last literally. 20 years. Like, <laughs> he yeah. literally.
1: Yeah. He's really good, man. He's one of my favorite players. I'm glad I got to grow up with a guy like Tim Duncan to just yeah, tell my kids, like, yo, there was this guy, Tim Duncan, and he wasn't really, he wasn't like LeBron, you know what I mean? He wasn't right. really flashy, but he beat LeBron many times yeah. for the championship. Like,
0: We got to see a lot of smart players, though, with a, a, a lot of unique skills, though, you know? KD. Up, KD's really right? unique. I remember when KD was coming out, he was going to be, like, the new six foot ten guy and he is of yeah. course he is like the new six foot ten He's threat, legitimately a six ten shooting guard yeah like, exactly legitimately. but we saw our age group has seen so many guys with so many different things come in i mean mamba everything he's had tim duncan obviously we get to see kg we get to see the crossover mm. i mean whether it was yeah. you probably saw it through ai but let's not forget, it's a sham God where it starts. The sham God. <laughs> That's what it is. It's the sham God, and it's never, it's never left Providence. He's never left Providence. He's still there, man. And we got to see a ton of guys. Like, we got to see Jesus Shuttlesworth. Think that. That's really the best shooter ever. I, I think. You think? Wow. Well, Who do you think?
1: I, I got to give it to Curry, man. Really? Oh, just Already? for the simple fact that Curry can do it off the dribble.
0: Let's see if he makes it to thirty-eight. Oh, I think just as a shooter, shooter, pure shooter.
1: Ray, I, yeah. As a pure catch and shoot guy, yeah. I don't know, bro. I'm, I got to give it to Curry, bro. Yeah. I give to, but Ray I Allen, without a doubt, second. I can without a doubt, a second. I, can respect, a that. A second. I can yeah. respect that. Yeah. Like Ray Allen, I Reggie of, Miller.
0: A lot of the older people will still say Larry or Reggie, and I can I can get with Larry. I just yeah. can't necessarily get with Reggie because he didn't really win anything. Actually, he never won anything. Yeah. So, but uh, did you watch a new Uncle Drew? No, I haven't. It's got Ray Ray in it. Ah uh, Yeah. <laughs> Yo, cool story
1: of Ray Allen. Um I met Ray Allen over the summer. That's right. At Launch Trampoline Park. I work at a trampoline park and uh he came in for his son's birthday party. His daughter's beautiful. His wife's gorgeous. Like he, <laughs> he was living the life.
0: Twenty million dollars a year, why wouldn't he? Yeah, be? It
1: so he uh <laughs> so he rented out the whole place and he's in there with his family. And um so I'm just doing I'm on the trampoline and a ball comes over. So I go and pick it up, you know, and I look up, and it's Ray Allen standing in front of me, <laughs> and I pass him the ball. I swear to God, my heart skipped a beat. I felt like Chris Bosh passing him the ball <laughs> to get it in the corner. You were just hoping, shot.
0: like, magically there'd be a painted hoop on the wall, yeah, and you just, just hit it perfectly. You just dude, throw it dude.
1: in motion. For, for real. I didn't say a word to him. I just looked at him and dead in his face. I was like, threw him the ball, and he's just, like, just walked away. Because
0: you're from Connecticut, so he's even bigger than you. Yeah, exactly. He
1: went, to, he went to UConn, Yeah. Man. Ryan's a huge. Ryan's huge. So
0: I literally met him probably two days before you? Yeah, right? you're telling me you
1: saw him at a golf, <laughs>
0: golf tournament? A golf tournament. I got the photo with him. I was so hyped. Was one of my favorite guys as a kid. <laughs> That's crazy. Anybody else coming to your work? You, were, you I saw Jerome Law Dyson. Players, right?
1: Yeah, Jerome Dyson was in UConn. there. Yukon yep. guy. Yep. Um,
0: I think he was on the cover of SI, actually. Yeah, right? he, yo, he was a hooper. And yeah. I saw
1: him in the Pro Am uh, a few summers in high school. He dropped a fifty-six point game in the pro am.
0: Really, and he's older now, right? Yeah. Late thirties.
1: Ryan Gomes was on the other team. Yeah, he was in his oh, late thirties. It was a great game. Yeah, like, it was Ryan a great. Gomes. It was a championship game for the pro am that year. Karan Iverson was playing in that game. Oh yeah. So it was a good. It was a good
0: game. And I like going down and seeing Karan now. I like going down yo, I, and seeing him and sign and Formaglin. They actually got a good team this yeah, year. Yeah, I told Can't you. Wait till they have E C back. They got a kid coming in. Well, they, he's already there. I forget his name. He went to Indiana. So they got Coran and this kid from Indiana who was right around the same recruiting spot as Coran just a year later yeah. after him. So they got the they guys, got guys coming in. Yeah. They got the, and this four McGlynn guy, I think he's got one more year. He's gonna be twenty four. He's gonna be he's probably gonna be running their point. He's a good scorer. Mm. I saw them play against Brown at Brown. They can get thirty four points. Right. Yeah, so they got a good team going on, dude. Really, yeah, you are and,
1: stepping up their basketball. Yeah. How you feel about them this year though, their chances to win conference?
0: I don't think they're going to win the conference. I still think, though, they finish second in the mm-hmm. conference. Mm-hmm. VCU doesn't have – uh, who's the guy? Shaka Smart. Anymore.
1: Yeah. So I just don't Texas. think they're
0: as well coached anymore. It seemed that way this year. I've watched a few games. I think Dayton takes that.
1: Out of the A-10? Yeah. Mm.
0: I think Dayton will have them.
1: Respectable. Yeah. I understand that.
0: But Ryan Gomes, going back to Ryan Gomes. Yeah. Again, his number retired this year. Uh, PC. Nice. Yeah. How was he
1: at PC, though? He was a good player. Oh yeah. He's Obviously the... he's getting his number retired.
0: Besides for Jimmy Walker, Ernie D. Marvin Barnes, I'd probably say he's, you know, number four.
1: Top five all time PC yeah. player.
0: He really actually could be number three. You can't you can't put anybody in front of Jimmy Walker. He was the number one overall pick. He was a great NBA player. The only reason he didn't go on to play twenty years and average twenty points a game was basically because of drugs. Yeah. And Marvin Barnes, the same thing. Yeah, you know, he's just a number two <laughs> overall pick. Yeah, but the way they played in college, you can't put anybody in front of the two of them, really. So I just put him at number three, probably. Feel you. Ernie was, Ernie by far is going to be the best point guard to ever come out of the state, though, I think. I'll, ne- I'll never forget, like, watching highlight reels when I was a kid, like, six or seven years old, seeing his behind-the-back passes, and, like, I should lose some weight and start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and now... <laughs> 13 years later, (laughs) I have not lost the weight, and I'm still doing those passes.
1: Yo, speaking of basketball, um, I was playing yesterday. This is totally off the air, but I met some new kids for us to pick up with. So just remind me, I got one of their numbers, so we're going to have more
0: heads. We need people, man. Thursday night. Hey, if any of you guys ever play basketball Thursday nights at the rec center, we're there at what? Four o'clock. Four four o'clock, pretty much. Sometimes we'll be there on Tuesday, probably a few times, you know. Try and come through the studio or call, call in on Mondays yeah, and yeah. Ask if, if anybody
1: wants to play ball Thursdays at 4 at the rec, me and Nick are there yep. handing out L's. Yep. And Say no more.
0: It, we'll hand out L's two-on-two. Two. We'll hand out L's yo, full court. That, that, you, yo, they yo, don't facts. want players in on two-on-two, though. The pick, <laughs> and, roll <laughs> facts, the pick and roll is too nasty. Facts. pick and roll is too nasty. All right, so we'll be back after this short break. 90.7 WXIN, the voice of Rhode Island College. It's Nick and Rass at noon.
2: The student broadcast service of Rhode Island College. Your
0: station, your music. 90.7 WXIN, Providence. where are you from? your back so deep. Might pull up in my bucket. This
2: holds a good dozen.
0: WXIN, Rhode Island College Radio, Nick and Rass at noon
2: back at ya. We got a third chair member
0: right now. Introduce yourself, man.
2: What's up, guys? My name is Nolan Shadowing. This afternoon, hopefully I'll be getting introduced into the radio business. Thanks. Nice.
0: Nolan, nice to meet you. What's your major and all that? Tell the people a little something about yourself.
2: So this past year, I'm I'm in my first year at Rick decided to do a double major with business management in english. Uh I'm a big sports fan. Listen to all the sports radio shows first take, the herd, Mike and Mike, all those guys. Very nice. Very nice.
0: All right, well, it's time to move into some local basketball talk, baby. We Word. hit we hit URI right on the head or So we got to
1: talk some Rick before we get into PC. Yes, we do.
0: Uh so finally putting the pieces of the puzzle away. together,
1: baby. Yeah, they uh over break, they got two wins, two conference wins. I was able to see one. Um, they're playing better as a team, finally. Yeah. Um, and there's more scoring. They're not just relying on Chris Green to score all the points. You got uh, freshmen stepping up. And they got new recruits, some Division two guys yeah. that came in.
0: I saw a few of them coming. And yeah. they're, they're playing really well. You got G.
1: Gino, he was playing well. He started, actually, uh, the last game that they won. So maybe, you know, that's going to be a change that they make, keeping him into the starting lineup. Hopefully that produces more wins for them. Yeah. They, but I, it's been a disappointing year all, all over. But it's finally good to see, you know, you steps know what, moving.
0: Even though the kids aren't all freshmen, a lot of the guys are new faces. So you're, yeah. you're seeing them really trying to put together a team from scratch again. You really? Know? I think Terrence and Chris are a great thing to have because we can build the team around them, yeah. you know. They can really put – Pieces of the puzzle together around those two because those are nice pieces yeah, to have. Yeah. But they miss a guy like Victor, you know. They miss that huge down low guy. Definitely, they,
1: they miss they miss Eric. They miss Chris Burton. Yeah, they miss a lot of guys. Mike's
0: um, out right now too, right? Yeah, yeah. So what he, happened there?
1: He um he was telling me that he might be uh he might be coming back to practice. He just has to get one more test, and then uh, he should be able to play like six or seven games. You know, that's what he's looking at to yeah. end his senior year. Yeah. And then, of course, the tournament. So if he comes back, I mean, he's a huge piece to miss because he's Height. been starting. Height. Height. And yeah. he's been starting for that team since his, like, sophomore year. He right. started a lot of games, a lot of important games. So he's a big player for them. And just to not have him out there kind of made things rough.
0: Yeah, kind of. Any team, any basketball team, you need a guy to move the ball through a little bit, through the middle of the floor, especially yeah. uh, I would think in Division three when a lot of it is guard-driven. Yeah. So the team with the better down-low presence, that the easier Normal points, wins, really. Yeah. yeah, the easier team, the team that gets easier points is the team that wins. And it's plain and simple. now it's not like they've been gang blown out most of the game sure they've had tough, a few rough games, games. Yeah. but there's been a few overtime games yeah. that they lost by just a few been a few regulation games of 5 yeah. 6 points losing
1: by like missed free throws or a missed jump shot like they've had opportunities to get wins right.
0: and you know how that looks even if you don't go to all the games you don't witness it witness it you know how college basketball works with the 6 point game became a 6 point game yeah. within the last 30 seconds because of the fouls without a you doubt know, it was it was really a two-point game probably going into that final minute without so you doubt. know how that works yeah, a lot I mean, of those games probably it, it gets inflated yeah <laughs> loss looks deceiving a lot of times especially in college basketball right yeah, I it, mean
1: so I'm looking forward to the team um going out throughout the rest of this year I'm hoping they can get a little win streak going and yeah. you know try to get their win count up and uh, just get ready for the, just make the the conference tournament, really. Like, that's yeah. really all you, that's, that's the, goal. the plan, right? Exactly. O-
0: once you can get into one, You'll win. Just, just win out. Im- <laughs> just improve from there. Yeah. You know, lead everything up to that. Exactly. Now, how is it we see that Jimmy kid working on his handles all the time? You probably see more games than me. Does he, he play a lot? Yeah, he starts. Yeah. And, Does uh, he?
1: He, start- he leads the team. And uh scoring a few games, he's led the team in scoring, right. yeah, I've noticed that yeah. he's, he can shoot the ball like he takes some difficult shots, but he'd be knocking them down like he yeah. really he could shoot like he's a scorer, like he's yeah. one of those he's a kid that like, you're like, yo, he can score the ball, I think by his senior year, he's gonna be one of the best in the conference, yeah, like points points per game wise
0: yeah, I think it's like I said earlier, a piece in the puzzle together they got a lot of pieces they got offense between him and green, they got great defense with talent great alone. rebound, yeah. yeah. They, they got good pieces of everything, pretty much. They got some tough guys on there too, so you know they, they'll piece it together even better than they've been doing it as of late. But I remember before we went on break, things were looking bleak. They yeah. hadn't won since the first game, and now, now yeah, now the they ball got, is rolling. Yeah. The ball is rolling without a doubt. Yeah, and the ball is rolling for one other local team, Providence College, baby. They've been looking good. Yo,
1: two huge wins last week yep. against Butler and Villanova. Yeah, and the key was Ben Bentil, like. Yeah, or he's during been break, the break. Yeah,
0: he's been the guy. He, I arguably, Colin will tell you the same thing. He's just arguably been better than Chris this year. Not necessarily overall, but just as a player and what he means to the team.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the stats here. You got a uh, 19.8 points per game from Ben Bento leading the team in points per game and rebounding, blocks per game, uh, shooting a better field goal percentage than Chris Dunn, shooting a better free throw percentage than Chris Dunn. Yes, like
0: that's so when Chris fouled out of the game. Uh, yesterday, my dad kind of like threw a phase, like, oh, my God, what is he doing? That's a ridiculous call. And I'm thinking in my head, well, Chris is 65% from the line, and he is a, he's the guy that gets the ball on in the inbound. I would rather have them throw a reverse on the press and try and get Bentle up to get the ball. That's exactly what they did for three straight plays. They got Bentle the ball right out of the inbound, and that's the guy I want at the line, honestly. He's got the shooter's touch. It's weird to say, but he's got the shooter yeah, stuff because he got the rolls. He got the rolls. His uh, his game shot. is
1: really different. Like he's like a forward, but he's kind of like a big. Yeah. He's like an inside-outside presence. Like, yeah. but he can he can score the ball, and he's talented.
0: He like, actually can shoot the ball.
1: And he can shoot the yeah. ball too, without a doubt. Like he's you, you got a good game.
0: And since the way Cian Hall went, like C. And Hall was a tough team, and he had a tough matchup against Angel Delgado. Now he still put up the numbers. He had a good game. Isaiah Whitehead kind of, nonetheless, shut down done a little bit. But Bentle, since then, has kind of been putting the ball on the floor a lot more, trying to attack the paint, because he knows a lot of the Big East down-low presence guys like Angel Delgado are going to bite because they're aggressive defenders. They're going to bite on those drives, especially from a guy like him. And he can actually control that ball. So I don't see why not. Yeah. I don't see why not make that play. That's another piece in the repertoire.
1: Like I'm looking at his stat line against Villanova here. 31 points, 13 rebounds. Yep. He knocked down a three and was 8 for 10 from the free throw line. Yeah. Like, that's a really, that's a dominating performance that right is. there. That is. Against the number four team in the country. On their home floor. On In, o- in overtime. that's. that's
0: Villanova hadn't lost in a conference game and I think it was, 22 games. Not counting... Um tournaments, yeah, not counting tournaments, and no, actually, I think that counted the big East tournament, yeah, it counted the big East because they won the big yeah, East last year, word. but they hadn't lost on their home floor, and it's give or take one or two games, but thirty four games yeah that's incredible, that is <laughs> wow, to break that type of streak, and even think of it this way p c six years since they' beaten the top five team. As high as they were, they were up at eight at one point this year. Mm. As high as they were, even being a top-five team. It's, it's all- good
1: to see it happen. I, I, we, earlier this year, before the break, we talked about if PC could be a top-ten team.
0: Yeah. And right.
1: they, you, you weren't so sure, but you were I like, hey, if ben, Bento plays yes. well, I remember you saying this, yeah. they can be. And he's playing well, and they were.
0: Because I think going into the year, I, I 100% take responsibility for everything I said before the year that this was going to be a 500-year. I thought we were going to be at the bottom, hanging out with DePaul and Marquette. (laughs) That's where I thought we were going to be, to be quite honest with you. But the reason I had that mindset is because in the back of my mind, me and everybody else was relying on Pascal Chukwu to just come in and be the guy, seven foot two, he was going to be Carson Derosiers with offense, and that's what was going to happen. And after watching Ben play last year, you didn't think he had the it factor. But the it factor he needed was that motivation of knowing he had the spot. Once Pascal transferred, I think he knew
1: he was going to be that forward. I'm the
0: guy here. I'm the second man. Yeah, Pascal, I he uh,
1: played in Connecticut, and I remember seeing him play a few times. He's just huge, man. Yeah. He was the biggest kid on the court every time, right. and it was just it was no way to really like measure how good he was because of the height difference was like so right. extreme.
0: What he showed last year was good, but it wasn't. What we have right now in Bental, I wouldn't trade for anything. Yeah. I wouldn't trade for definitely not. anything. If, ben, if Bentil had just had like a slightly better year last year, and he had been more high profile in the off season, like Dunn was, you would have seen him on watch list for Player of the Year mm. coming into the year. You would have seen him on top fifties. Because right now, I would have put him on a top fifty mid season. I would have put him on a top twenty five mid season. He just had that type of year.
1: Mm. Definitely. Yeah, I don't... So I'm looking right now at um, uh, the NBA draft here coming up. And Ben Simmons, they got Ben Simmons at number one. And
0: I don't think that's changing.
1: Never. But mm-hmm. Dunn is here at four going to Minnesota. Yeah. Now, I don't know about him going to Minnesota, but I think Chris Dunn is going to be a rotation guard in the NBA. Yeah. I I had a conversation with... um. With some kids who actually played against Chris Dunn, like AAU days. And yeah. they were like, yo, I, I wasn't really, you know, I mean, they weren't really into his game like that. They are like, yo, he's, he's good, don't get me wrong. He's Division One Player of the Year. But, like, as for, like, an NBA starting point guard, like, all-star, they just didn't see it in him. Right. And, like, I don't really either. But I think he could be a rotation guy at the worst because he see, defends.
0: I see exactly what you're saying, too. I just hold more faith in it. It's more faith for me than anything that he'll achieve exactly what everybody hoped he would achieve, but he does show signs of like maybe he just doesn't have yeah. all of it. Because he, I've always said it, he, wa- he, he can lose a game quicker than he can win the game. He gives up the ball so easily. It's just like with the bento. If you can't have your team leader at the line, yeah, that's exactly. suspect. Yeah, I, without a doubt. If I was Ed Cooley, I wouldn't have trusted Chris Dunn to be at the line at that time, and that's not good. He loses the ball in a lot of plays. He makes suspect decisions. I think what helps him out is coming into the year being as high profile as he was. You know, having that whole summer hype up. Yeah. You know that, If he doesn't have that, he, he's not where he is right now. Right now, he would be considered a very good player. He would be one of those mid-major guys. There was always a guy from Oakland. Like, as of the last five to ten years, Oakland University of Oakland always yeah. had like a guy that was in the top three. in Yeah, I was watching the Oakland like
1: game, Oakland against Michigan State. Yeah. it was a really good game. They were playing at the they Palace of Auburn yeah. Hill. Yeah, they yeah. had one guy go off for like 35, 36. And that's what that they've game.
0: always had. And like, I kind of thought Chris was gonna be that Oakland guy. You know, he wasn't gonna be the Providence guy. Yeah. He was. Just, it was gonna be downgraded. And that's that's kind of what he is. If he wasn't so hyped up. Right. I'm just I hold my suspicions and I'm going to stand by them. I feel you. Feel you.
1: Yeah. It's all interesting, man. I want to see him play. I, you know, I want to see him play in the NBA. I seen him play in a high school and I was very impressed. I yeah. saw him play.
0: Yeah, twice in high school. I actually saw him play once at CCRI. He he went to CC? No, he played at CCRI against uh, St. Ray's. Oh, in uh, Charles and, uh, Correa. In the yeah. high school game. Wow. Yeah. He went and incredible and I'll never forget it to this day, twenty eight for twenty eight from the line.
1: Yo, dude. (laughs) In the game I now shoot sixty
0: five percent. That's insane. Yeah.
1: He was thirty for thirty from in the, the game. Line? No, thirty for th- thirty from points thirty rebounds. Oh my god, yeah. And all his points were from the free throw line. He would get offensive rebounds oh, yeah. and then he would just up fake, get fouled, yeah. and like make or miss the layup and then knock down the free throws. You know, it was I, ridiculous. I think
0: actually the first two field goals he scored were in the last minute, he had these two breakaway dunks that were just the whole place and, like, was jumping. It was yeah. 1,500 people were there. Everybody went crazy on the first dunk. Then it went twice as crazy on the second dunk. <laughs> it was ridiculous for a high school game. But I don't even think it then he had scored any regular field goals up until that point. Word. Yeah. And then he just
1: got a dunk, banged it.
0: One of those guys is just fun to watch. It's, like, nice to have him around. He's a novelty. But, yeah, I just – I can I can totally agree with that rotation guard assessment. I can totally agree with maybe he's just not a guy in the NBA. At the at the
1: worst, he's a rotation guard. You know, yeah. I feel like he'll be an NBA player, a pro for at least six to six to eight years minimum. You
0: think only that long? No, I'm saying minimum. Oh yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm saying this, this is the bottom for this yeah. man. Like, oh, Yeah, yeah.
1: Like I'm just speaking at the bottom.
0: I'm actually thinking he's one. If he gets past these injuries, he could probably stick around for 12 to 15 years actually just I off see. his
1: defensive capabilities yeah
0: and if these injuries start to haggle him a little bit more and he can improve his jump shot and start getting his free throws back to obviously where they were apparently yeah, at one school, point yeah. right i could see him as a mitch Richmond. i could see him as that if he could see. get the jump shot better
1: i mean yeah mitch Richmond could really score a lot better than chris dunn yeah but but that I, that they got the same age, body so. type i guess right yeah
0: that's why i say that all right yeah, he came in with St. John's, actually, this year. I can't believe St. John's is as bad as they are, and they have that coaching staff.
1: Oh, so Mitch Chris Richmond Mullin and Chris Mullin are coaching coach. there? Yeah, Mitch nice. Richmond is the
0: assistant. They should just run Lou run, TMC, Com- man. Lou Carnasecca hangs out around there, and then Gene Keady was there last year, too, who's a Hall of Fame coach, and yeah. Lou Carnasecca, obviously. So that was four Hall of Fame coaches within a year, basically, that were around the team, and they're not, ugh, they're not that good. <laughs> yeah. PC should probably look into getting that Sema guy from St. John's though for two years along the line when bento has gone, <laughs> and should try and give him the transfer. He would be a nice piece. He's a he's a good shot blocker. What? Yeah. I wonder if Chris would ever. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's realistic. But I wonder if Chris would ever come back if he had a bad final stretch. If he, you know, if they got knocked out of the Big East first game, if they got knocked out around a sixty-four first game.
1: Would he come back for yeah. a senior year? He
0: does have another year. It would probably depend on how much his draft stock would yeah, get hurt by that.
1: Like he's, right now, he's a top-five pick, Yeah, you know? right. But there's been times where guys have—look uh, at Jared Sullinger. He yeah. could have came out, been a top-five guy, stayed, ended up going like later in the lottery. Yeah, got hurt also. Got hurt. That's but,
0: another thing. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of factors
1: that, that come into place there. But I feel like he might have left last season, Chris Dunn, so I'm just like, yo— it's not... Maybe right. he'll go to the He's, like, already pushing row. it Yeah, bit, Yeah, yeah. He wanted to leave, and he's like, well... Right. You know, I'm balling here. It's I the think, money.
0: I think PC knows, too, that he's gone. Like, they 99.9% know he's gone. Have you like they have the Chris Dunn website there's actually a Chris Dunn website <laughs> a whole website now, you can go to chrisdunn.com or pcfries.com you have options so when you <laughs> when you type in pcfries it comes up it's just a banner chris dunn would you like to enter chrisdunn.com or and then there's a very small
2: thing at the top pcfries.com it's wow. like, <laughs> maybe they're doing that to hope that maybe to expose him into staying or I, yeah, I think why would they make a whole site yeah, for him? They, they're in trying his to convince junior, him to stay. his yeah. junior year, you Right, know?
0: And they sell his jersey now, which they had never done before because I don't think PC jerseys are a real high seller <laughs> yeah, well, right? They so made they went and made some <laughs> they sell the number three now. Yeah. Like they can't put his name yeah, on of course his own not, thing, of course but not. they sell the number three and it's just like I think they might know through that. I, that's a, a valid thing though, that they could be trying to use that as the swear, like here you go, you have this another year if you yeah. want to come back. But, like, I think they're trying to, which the NCAA needs to get screwed over for about because they still let the schools do it, but they're trying to maximize as much as they can on a guy, and that guy can't maximize. You know, when he's gone next year, he sees none of that money. That's ridiculous. And
2: after all, the NCAA and Providence College, which they don't have a football team, but they have basketball, which is one of of their main sports. They make so
0: much off of hockey, too. Basketball and hockey. (laughs) So
2: So much off of hockey. And
0: apparently they have an amazing cross-country and soccer team. So, like, they don't have football because yeah. they're so good at everything else.
2: And it's a good decision because football is so much money. Yeah, so football, football much is money.
0: a lot of money. And you know what? They're a small school. Yeah. I think Rhode Island, it's tough to have a, a football team. You are right, it's easy because they're in the middle of farmland. Yeah. You know, that's very easy to just put one together. Otherwise, but their
2: football team is horrendous. Yeah, that's another horrendous. thing. Horrendous. Yeah.
0: They actually had a kid drafted a couple of years ago. Yeah. Know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, my friend plays for that team from Does high school. Re- I
0: remember you telling me about him. He, so I don't know if he gets receiver or safety? He's
1: uh, he's probably playing receiver there, cause yeah. he he had a better offer, when he got in trouble to be a safety at a D1 school. Yeah, yeah. He got some trouble, you know, his senior year. Had to go the juco route, but then came back to for URI. So I'm pretty sure he's gonna be a skilled player there.
0: That's good. That's good.
1: But they probably still suck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> they've, won two, well, he, they've won two games in like the past three years. They're horrible.
0: I think it would it would be different if PC had a football team. Like they'd try to throw so much into that, you wouldn't have seen them invest so much in basketball, yeah. and basketball the, wouldn't be what it is. They, yeah, no,
2: they're making the good move. Yeah, this I is, think
0: it, it's good to have around because I thought this was going to be a when EC went down because I still wasn't sold on done yet. You hadn't seen games yet, right? Yet, and I didn't know anything about Bento at that point when EC went down for URI. That I was. Went, I went, oh, my God. That hurt. <laughs> like, this is this is the Celtics. Hopefully the Celtics. And they had a good early part of the year, and then they were not so good, yeah. and now they're in the middle. They're in the limbo state. Like Things have just shifted. I Down, thought things yeah. were not going to be that good. Mm. And you know what? They're all right. I can't complain about everything that's been going on. <laughs> I can complain about school, but I can't really complain about the sports. Ev- everything's copacetic in the ball department, essentially. Everything that involves... A ball, all the sports, <laughs> it's yeah. copacetic.
1: Yeah, I was. I wish EC was playing. That matchup uh, URI against PC would have been a way better game. It was great because you have the guard yeah. matchup. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was a good game too, but that guard matchup would have taken it to another well, level. Let's
0: not forget Hassan and Bentle. Hassan's rated as the number two defensive player in the country
1: overall. Really?
0: Yeah. Wow, on yeah. what list? Where you statistic efficiency, <laughs> Bleacher Report, or, statistic efficiency. I love Bleacher T- Report. I love Bleacher Report. have good
2: stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Nobody else on the list I know, though. I think Nigel Hayes was on there. That's about it. From
1: Wisconsin. Yeah,
0: that's what? about the only other guy. I mean, I'm not
1: surprised. Hassan would lock down from what, the few URI games I've seen. Like yeah. he was definitely a lockdown guy. Got a
0: jump shot too now. Incredible. I saw them I saw him hit five of those when I saw them play uh, LaSalle.
1: Live? You yep. were there were... Yeah,
0: courtside. Nice. love it. I saw you snap Go to chatting. URI, you get to go to courtside, baby. <laughs> That's <laughs> the mess about URI. That's saw
1: you snapping the game, bro.
0: Yeah. with Two games that day. Went to the URI game, went to the C and Hall game.
1: Yeah,
0: mm. uh, got disappointed at the C and Hall game. <laughs> PC blew that one. cN Hall has been really good though this year. They've been they gave a tough test. I think they beat Georgetown actually. They beat Georgetown and they gave a tough test to Villanova. So mm. they've been really tough lately. Right. So I'm not so mad about that loss. I don't think it really affected our rating too much. Where right. do you think where do you think PC goes today though? You uh, know at two o'clock usually, two or three o'clock.
1: I mean they beat <laughs> Billy, Villanova who's a top four team. They beat Butler who who was ranked, I eight. believe. I ranked I think they were eight. eight
0: at that time or they were that could have been the time they were sixteen. They beat yeah. them at home when they were I here.
1: feel like PC should definitely be looking at twelve at the 12, at the lowest. Yeah. If not, they should crack the top ten. They have, um but definitely twelve at the lowest. They
0: have Xavier uh,
1: tomorrow. So that's gonna be an, if they beat Xavier. Xavier's number five
0: 10. right now, but Villanova's gonna slide. So you yeah. I think they go to number four and Michigan State is not at, in the top five right now, right? No, they lost. So, yeah, they so lost. they can slide they can slide up to maybe even three Xavier. Right. And it's a home court. The home court mm. advantage hasn't seemed to help PC much this year. Even though the crowd's behind them, it just hasn't seemed to do it for them. In years past, it would push them over the edge. Like, Yo, are
1: you uh, going to this game? Tomorrow? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yo, right? you bought your tickets already? I got an extra ticket if you want it. All right. Let's, let's discuss that off air. <laughs> yes, sir.
0: Got an extra ticket if you want it.
1: All right. Uh, We're going to cut to a commercial statements?
0: break? No. Trying to cut to a quick commercial? Yeah. Let's do that. All right. All right. We'll cut to a commercial break. This is Nick and Rass at noon. 90.7 WXIN, the voice of Rhode Island College. 90.7 WXIN, Rhode Island College Radio. Nick and Rass at noon. We're here in the final few minutes of the show. We're going to make some predictions for the couple weeks ahead of sports. Even though we'll be here back at the same time, same place. 12 to 2 here on 90.7 WXIN. Mondays, twelve to two, Nick and Ras streaming on RICradio.org. dot org. It's time for some predictions, Nolan. For tonight, the
2: Super- Spurs, Warriors. Spurs, Warriors. Yes. Even though the Spurs do not have Mister Fundamental, Timmy D. No. I'm gonna take the Spurs. Close game, five point game.
0: Five point game. All right, Ras. I got
1: uh no Tim Duncan, so I'm pretty much gonna go Warriors. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they're a dynasty in the making. <laughs> I th-
0: I think it's a sneak win possibility for the Spurs, but I I my basketball knowledge tells me Warriors. The so Spurs will play them go well. I'm going with the Warriors by twelve. By twelve?
1: By twelve. They they didn't. One thing I will say though <laughs> is that they didn't play in the the finals. I mean, they didn't play in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Because the Clippers and Spurs had that legendary series. Chris Paul hitting the yeah. game winner in game seven. So the Spurs didn't never had the opportunity to play the the Warriors, and I feel like they're the team best suited to to beat them, honestly, in a playoff series out of yep. any other team. So this is gonna be a really interesting game.
0: We'll see how Kawhi handles uh Who do you think Kawhi will be on? Draymond? Probably uh honestly It'll probably be all over the place. See how yeah. Kawhi handles Draymond I see what and Clay. It'll probably be on both. Yeah. It'll probably be a lot of rotation. All Ooh. right, so Super Bowl scores. Gotta go into that now. What do you got, Super Noah? Bowl.
2: Um Super Bowl 50, Panthers, Broncos. I got the Panthers. 27 Broncos 18.
0: I like it. I like it.
2: 24
1: 14 Panthers.
0: 27 10 for me, Panthers. Okay. So I think Panthers are where it's at. Word. I think Panthers are where it's at. Keys to success.
1: Keys to success. Yeah. Uh Cam Newton.
0: Yeah that's, Newton, it, right? <laughs> that's, yeah that's about it yeah that's about it cam newton's two legs two knees two ankles yeah. if they're all attack
2: ready to go, go for, for he makes them go yep all
0: right so that's pretty much all for today folks next week we'll be back with a. well next week we'll definitely have to talk some national prep invitational the big annual tournament of the best high school basketball players in the country
1: held here right at rhode island college
0: Yep, in the murray center and this year's number one overall recruit thon maker from the, uh, I forget what Canada. school he goes to. He goes to Canada. Some Canadian <laughs> school. Yeah. Uh, he'll be here next week. He was here last year with Jamal Murray, who is now the point oh, guard of Kentucky.
1: Yeah, bro. He was real yeah. awesome, bro.
0: <laughs> And we'll have Amari uh, yeah. Spellman will be there. Villanova. He's on oh, signed on to Villanova. We've got a couple guys going to Syracuse. Nice. Should be a good year. All right. That's it for today. This was Nick and Rass at noon, 12 to 2 here on Mondays. You can catch us again next Monday from 12 to 2. Until next time, let the good times roll.